Welcome to the Essence of Health Tea Time Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Shayla Toombs-Withers. As a double board certified family and obesity medicine physician with over 12 years of experience in medicine, I teach motivated individuals how to achieve their desired quality of life while preventing and reversing chronic diseases. It's tea time. On part one of the tea on prevention and the wellness exam, we discuss those important aspects of your yearly wellness physical. From those pesky vital signs where we have you step up on the scale to those uncomfortable tests like mammograms and colonoscopies, I share with you how these components of your exam can be helpful in preventing the development of certain health conditions. Now, on part two of the T on prevention and the wellness exam, I wanted to share with you some of the important lab tests that are performed as a part of your wellness exam. As I shared in part one of this episode, as a family physician, I often have encountered individuals who have not seen a doctor in several years. And when I ask them why, the most common response I receive is, because I felt good, so I didn't think I needed to see a doctor. However, this is your reminder that I recommend you see your primary care physician or PCP at least once a year. At a minimum, you should have your yearly wellness exam. Beyond the examination itself are the lab screenings that are performed. Now, I'm going to preface this information by stating that the lab screenings that are performed for you may vary depending on your personal and familial risk factors for certain health conditions. And as a reminder, anything shared on the Essence of Health Tea Time podcast does not constitute medical advice for you. You should always discuss your health conditions and your personal situation with your own private doctor for the best recommendations for you. Now, get this tea on the lab testing portion of the wellness exam. As we have discussed, many health conditions that are commonly found amongst Americans don't come with any symptoms until they are well exacerbated to a point of needing an intervention. The purpose of screening is to assess your overall health and to detect any potential health issues before they become more serious. Preventative screening will typically include basic blood work, cholesterol, and glucose screenings, and tests to evaluate your liver and kidney function. Many people have had or heard of the biometric screening exam. This level of testing is typically recommended by employer wellness teams as a way of helping their employees to maintain a basic level of health and as a way to make sure you see a doctor at least once a year as recommended. Many of the biometric screenings come with some type of incentive to the employee, usually in the form of a gift card or a bonus. This is because employers recognize that we do our best work when we are healthy as employees. Biometric screenings will often assess your cholesterol and your blood sugar. These tests are used to determine one's risk for heart disease and diabetes. So we'll start here. The American Heart Association recommends that all adults age 20 or older have their cholesterol checked every four to six years as long as their risk remains low. 
after age 40, an equation is used to calculate your 10-year risk of having a heart attack or a stroke. This calculation takes into account your age, cholesterol levels, blood pressure, and any other cardiovascular risk factors like diabetes. When your cholesterol is checked in the lab, several levels are disclosed, including your total cholesterol level, your HDL, or what's also called your good cholesterol level, your LDL, or what's also called your bad cholesterol level, and your triglyceride level. Your doctor then takes into account your risk factors for heart disease, your age, and other important indicators to determine the best course of management for your cholesterol. Cholesterol itself is a waxy substance naturally made by the body, and a certain amount of cholesterol is necessary for bodily functions of our cells and our hormones. However, when we have too much cholesterol, this puts us at risk for heart attacks and strokes. One key thing to remember is that as a mammal, a human, you naturally make the necessary amount of cholesterol that your body needs. When you consume other mammals or animal-based food products like meat, dairy, and oils, including coconut oil, palm oil, and avocado oil that are high in saturated fat, then you increase your risk for making your cholesterol too high. This is why consuming predominantly plant-based foods and avoiding oils in your diet is so important to reduce your risk for heart disease and its complications. Now back to the labs. Let's chat about blood sugar or glucose. Studies suggest that adults with normal blood sugar should be screened for diabetes at least once every three years. However, if you have additional risk factors for diabetes, then keep listening. The American Diabetes Association recommends routine screening every six to 12 months for adults with overweight or obese body mass index and for those with risk factors, including having a first degree relative with diabetes, being of a high risk race or ethnicity for diabetes, including those of African-American, Latino, Native American, Asian American, or Pacific Islander race or ethnicity, having a history of cardiovascular disease, having high blood pressure, having a good or HDL cholesterol level that is too low, or a high triglyceride level, having a diagnosis of polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS, as we know this condition is associated with insulin resistance, living a sedentary lifestyle with not much physical activity, having severe obesity or a sign of insulin resistance called acanthosis nigricans, which is the velvety appearing, darkening and thickening of the skin that typically occurs in areas of the body like the back of the neck, under the arms and in the groin area. Your doctor may choose to screen you for diabetes using a fasting glucose measurement, a random glucose measurement, a hemoglobin A1C measurement, or with an oral glucose tolerance test. People with prediabetes, meaning those with an elevated blood sugar or hemoglobin A1C measuring at a level at or above 5.7% or less than 6.5% should continue to be screened for the development of diabetes about every three to six months. 
Studies show that those with prediabetes have a 50% risk of developing type 2 diabetes within the next 5 to 10 years of diagnosis. As we discussed in part one of this episode about screening recommendations from the USPTSF, this task force also recommends screening for prediabetes and type 2 diabetes in adults aged 35 to 70 years old who have challenges with overweight or obesity. This is because of the significant risk for the development of diabetes in those with prediabetes. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommend the following for lowering your risk for developing type 2 diabetes. These recommendations can lower one's risk by as much as 58%, and they include working with the trained coach to make realistic, lasting lifestyle changes, discovering how to eat healthy and adding more physical activity into your day, finding out how to manage stress, stay motivated, and solve problems that can slow your progress, and getting support from people with similar goals and challenges. These are all components of the Essence of Health Signature Coaching Program. I designed this program to help those challenged by high blood pressure, high blood sugar, high cholesterol, and unhealthy excess weight to develop long-lasting, sustainable lifestyle changes to prevent the worsening of these conditions and to help with reversing these health conditions in a way that gives you the nutritional guidance, safe physical activity guidance, stress management, and mindset support to give you long-lasting results. If you're frustrated with your weight, taking more medications than you'd like to, have been told that you are at risk for the development of a chronic preventable disease, or just are not feeling in the best of health, then I'm talking to you. Why? Because you're tired of fat dieting, you know it's time for a change, and you want a sustainable plan to improve your health. If you have found yourself at this place in life, well, I have developed a program that's just for you. It's called The Essence of Health, and it's your prescription for transformation. My goal with this program is to give you the tools needed to create sustainable lifestyle changes within a group coaching setting, along with one-to-one individualized coaching to give you a personalized path to health that's just for you. The benefits are priceless, so join today. Head on over to eohcoaching.com to learn more. The essence of health is in you. Now. Another lab screening typically performed with your wellness exam is a metabolic panel. This gives us information about your electrolytes, kidney function, and liver function. This information is important to know because the most common health conditions we discuss, diabetes and high blood pressure, can both affect your kidneys and cause long-term damage if these health conditions are not monitored closely and kept in control. Liver function testing is helpful as a preventative measure because it can reveal a condition called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. This condition is one of the most common causes of liver disease in the United States and is a condition that occurs when excess fat deposits into your liver. It is not caused by alcohol use, but is commonly seen in those who consume foods high in saturated fat, simple sugars, and processed foods. 
It is also more common in those with obesity and diabetes type two. Fatty liver disease over time can cause liver cirrhosis and liver cancer. So it's important to know how your liver function is doing with your lab screening so that we can see if there are signs of liver damage that may be occurring. Another common condition that preventative lab screening can be helpful for is evaluating anemia. Anemia is a health condition that develops when your blood count has a lower than normal amount of healthy red blood cells. This can cause your body to get an inadequate amount of oxygen-rich blood, making you feel tired, weak, dizzy, short of breath, and a variety of other symptoms. One of the lab tests that are commonly ordered is a complete blood count. This test tells us information about your blood cells and is helpful in providing information about infections, anemia, and even signs of cancer. There are different types of anemia, so if there are abnormalities on the screening test, your doctor may send you back to the lab for additional testing to determine if your anemia is related to an iron deficiency, a vitamin deficiency like B12 or folic acid, or if your anemia is related to another health condition or genetic condition. Which brings us to the discussion of testing for vitamin D deficiency. Vitamin D screening for everyone is actually not recommended by any of the governing medical boards or societies. However, if you have certain risk factors for vitamin D deficiency, including being a person of color with darker skin pigmentation, being a person with obesity, being a person with a bone disorder, or being a person with little to no sun exposure, then you may benefit from vitamin D testing at the time of your wellness exam. Also, if you are experiencing symptoms, including fatigue, trouble sleeping, bone pain, mood changes like depression, hair loss, or generalized weakness, you may benefit from vitamin D screening with a lab test during your wellness exam. And when it comes to sunlight, I'll just say that it's typically not enough to maintain a healthy vitamin D level. This is because our skin pigment will block some of the effects from the sunlight and because of the location of the United States and its distance from the equator, you may not get sufficient sunlight for necessary absorption of vitamin D. Also, too much sunlight can damage your skin cells and put you at risk for skin cancer. So the preference is typically to have you wear sunscreen and supplement vitamin D in other ways. Which brings me to my next public service announcement. Please don't haphazardly buy the highest dose of vitamin D on the shelf and just start taking it without proper screening and dosing recommendations from your doctor. Just because a supplement is sold over the counter without a prescription, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's safe to take. I have had several patients come into my office with toxic levels of vitamin D and experiencing a variety of unexplainable symptoms. In these cases, the patient had taken it upon themselves to select the ultra high dose of vitamin D from the grocery store shelf and took it religiously. And when I tested their vitamin D level with their labs, it was super high causing toxic symptoms. So always consult with your doctor before taking medications and supplements, even if it's sold over the counter without a prescription, because it still may cause you harm. 
One other test that I commonly add for screening of my patients is vitamin B12. So beyond testing your blood count for anemia, sometimes there are factors on the blood count test that point to a vitamin B deficiency without being consistent with anemia at that moment. And this is called macrocytosis. Many folks who are plant-based have heard that they may be deficient in vitamin B12. However, I have encountered individuals with B12 deficiency amongst plant-based eaters and amongst meat eaters. So just because you choose to eat a certain way, this shouldn't determine whether or not you need B12 testing. If you are a plant-based eater, you definitely should have B12 testing performed, however, with your yearly wellness exam. Vitamin B12 is found in animal-based products like meat, dairy, and eggs, which is why plant-based eaters are at risk for deficiency of vitamin B12. However, other causes can also contribute to vitamin B12 deficiency. So non-plant-based eaters, meat eaters, should not think they are immune to this deficiency. Vitamin B12 deficiency can cause symptoms including fatigue, concentration issues, memory issues, muscle weakness, gastrointestinal issues, inflammation of the tongue, and nervous system conditions like pain, numbness, and tingling. And if you have certain conditions like a history of a gastrointestinal surgery, including weight loss surgery, you drink alcohol frequently, you take daily medications like some diabetes medications or heartburn and reflux medications, you may have trouble absorbing vitamin B12 and develop a deficiency if it's not tested and treated properly. As a family and obesity medicine physician, I commonly see and treat individuals with many of these conditions. So I do routinely test for vitamin B12 deficiency in my patients with these risk factors and symptoms. Now, over the course of these two episodes on the wellness exam, I certainly hope you have gained an understanding of why it's so important to see your primary care doctor at least once a year. So many things can be evaluated, called early, and prevented just by having your yearly physical. And when it comes to the lab side, preventative lab testing can also serve as a baseline for your future health. By establishing a baseline of your lab values, your doctor can better monitor changes in your health over time and catch potential issues before they become problematic. So if you're due for a wellness exam, make sure to also discuss with your doctor the need for the preventative lab screenings we have discussed and if they are beneficial for you and your healthcare needs. It's an important step in taking care of your overall health and well-being. As I shared with you in episode one, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And remember, the essence of health is in you. One last thing I wanted to share is that I welcome questions and topic ideas for what you like to hear more of on the Essence of Health Tea Time podcast. I love to give more information in our Ask the Expert segment of the podcast. So if you like to get your questions answered from an experienced physician, I invite you to submit your questions on the Ask the Expert segment form. The link for the short form is located in the show notes of each episode. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining me today on the Essence of Health Tea Time podcast. Click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform 
so that you never miss a moment of the Essence of Health Tea Time podcast. Check out the show notes to obtain your free tips for healthy living guide to get you started on your health and wellness path. Follow me on social media at Essence of Health Wellness Clinic on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and at dr.tw at eohwc on TikTok. Interested in becoming a member of the Essence of Health Coaching Program? Well, head on over to www.eohcoaching.com. The Essence of Health is in you.